0: You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Ninety-two ten should be the watchword of a believer. I shall be anointed. You can stop right there and have church with that, brother, because the devil comes and lies to you and say, "You'll never be anointed." You'll never have what you want from God. You'll never... I mean, I mean the devil's a little lying sissy. <laughs> he won't face you with it. He'll just sneak up behind you. Oh! The devil may come to you in a red dress. He may come to you in a navy blue suit. But he'll come to you in ways, and if you're not careful, that old deceiver, that destroyer of mankind, that, one that the Bible calls a murderer from the beginning, he'll try to kill the faith of God in your spirit and make you believe that God will anoint him, God will anoint her, God won't anoint you. And then through condemnation of past things, begin to try to build a case against your mind as to why God will never give you the full anointing that you hear preachers preach and singers sing and pastors teach about. may work for him or her or someone else, but it'll never work for you because then here comes the lies. Here comes the spirit of condemnation. It won't work for you. It'll work for her, but it won't work for you. The Bible says that Paul the apostle, knowing the tricks of the devil, said, in Corinthians right before the revelation of the gifts of the Spirit was the teaching on the Lord's Supper. Why? Why did the Apostle Paul, anointed by the Holy Spirit, teach on the Lord's Supper before he taught about the powerful gifts of the anointed and the anointed one and the Holy Spirit in a believer? Because it's more important that you have the giver than it is that you have the gifts. We're living in a day the emphasis has tried to be literally the devil's tried to switch it and place the gifts above the giver of the gifts. But the wisdom of the Holy Spirit is this. First the relationship, then comes the manifestation. Because what good is it for you to operate in every gift that the Holy Spirit has if you're not living right? And your life is not a testimony pleasing to Jesus, the son of the living God. And so Paul said, first, come gather around the table. Let me take bread and let me break this bread and this do as oft as you eat in remembrance of the body of Jesus Christ. He said, take this cup, this cup. It's a new covenant. Jesus taught that. For as oft as you drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. We didn't come to church to talk about a funeral. But my, what a funeral. It was a funeral that the pallbearers were the ones that killed him. But the Bible says one, when he saw him, he knew he was God's son. It was a funeral where one of the pallbearers, a Roman centurion, got born again at the cross. This thing was working even when his flesh hung limp, bruised and afflicted for the sins of the whole world. But Jesus not only died for the whole world, but remember, it starts with one person and a centurion got it. And he believed. They took him to a borrowed tomb. It wasn't even his tomb. Joseph of Arimathea allowed the body of Jesus to be placed there. Interesting thought. The Bible says Joseph of Arimathea was a follower of Jesus. And before Jesus was crucified he told all of his followers and disciples he said this one promise I have of my father that if I lay my life down he will give me power to take it back up again and Jesus prophesied not only his death but later told his followers he said in the third day he said I am gonna come back alive I'm gonna rise again the sign of Jonah the prophet and some of those disciples didn't get it Peter didn't get it Uh, James and John didn't get it the one that were the hand-picked disciples they were in the upper room and they were sitting there mourning the death of the Savior but some women got it Mary and some of the women got it and they went to the tomb but they got a message they didn't plan on getting but you know I always believe Joseph of Arimathea gave the master's body his tomb because he knew in his spirit he wouldn't be in there forever hallelujah I believe Arimathea believed the thing and even though uh, Peter and James and John didn't quite believe it Joseph said, uh, let him bar my tomb he ain't gonna be there forever He' coming out of that tomb hallelujah and the Bible says when Mary and the girls went the angels were there and the stone was rolled away and they said he that thou seekest he is not here for he is risen and Mary goes with a broken heart through the garden and wonders in her spirit what's going on and she thinks the gardener comes up to her she's so filled with tears and remorse but suddenly Jesus said don't you know who I am but don't touch me yet girl I've not yet ascended unto my Father. But about 24 hours later, he comes through a wall and says to Thomas, touch me. You want to know something? In that 24 hours, he went from earth to glory and back down again. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the anointing. Jesus is the one that makes this anointing work because he is the anointed one. The devil couldn't kill him. The grave couldn't hold him. Hell couldn't keep him. Oh, hallelujah. Lift up your head, O ye gates, for the king of glory Glory shall come through. Lift up your gates. Lift up your doors. Oh, hallelujah. He's coming. He's coming in power. We'll hail the blessed hour. We shall see the king when he comes. So I stand here tonight to tell you I am anointed with fresh oil. You can talk about me all you want, but I've made my choice, and Jesus anoints me. I am anointed, I am anointed, you are anointed. There was a price that was paid so that you could make that confession. Jesus made sure he put the official stamp and seal on your confession so that when you look devils in the face and say, I am anointed with fresh oil, the devil can't look you back and say, no, you're not. Because standing behind you is the supreme authority of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He stands in heaven and he's pouring out the oil. Hallelujah. And I am anointed with fresh oil. You haven't seen nothing yet. God's not done using you yet you haven't seen your best days yet oh hallelujah we are anointed with fresh oil can you say praise the Lord John I am anointed you are anointed when that anointing comes on you it gets on your hands Hallelujah. And when the anointing comes on, John gets on his hands and feet, and he starts playing that thing. When the anointing comes on you, it comes on your hands. It comes on your feet. When the anointing comes on you, you begin to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You begin to exalt him, all oh, ye lands. You lift him up. Why? Because the anointing is a lifting power. It's not a downer. It's a lifter. Hallelujah. He is the glory and the lifter up of my head. Hallelujah. He causes my feet to run like hinds' feet. He set me upon a rock and I shall not be moved, I am anointed. You're not shouting like I'm preaching, but that's all right, I'm anointed, you're anointed. I shall be, whoa, my future is secure, my future is secure, my future is secure. Because I am anointed. Come on, clap your hands and praise God. Yes, yes. Well, hallelujah. I'm running for my life. If anybody asks you, what's the matter with me? Just tell them I'm saved, sanctified. Holy Ghost filled.
1: i want to thank every one of you that are listening to faith alive radio network i'm excited about this and i am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of jesus christ around the world i've used this saying for many years our cause is christ our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner you can help us do this If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.